The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents, with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order, or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. Well, hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, the one and only Lionel Shipman. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and I want to give a huge thank you to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. And I just want to give a big, huge thank you to all of my uh, regular listeners. Thank you so much for the support and uh, supporting the show and listening in on a week-by-week basis. And I want to welcome all of my new listeners to the show. Uh, Thank you so much for joining in tonight. Now, just to kind of give you of what my show is all about, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show, uh, focusing in on improving you, excuse me, focusing in on improving your financial outlook and giving you life lessons. That means educating you in all areas of life, mind, body, and spirit so that you can live life to the fullest. So in other words, I am here to help you. Now, uh, my last show, uh, uh, I mentioned uh, a series that I will be doing over the next six months or so. Uh, I will be doing a women and finance, a women and finances series. Uh, There will be a number of shows that I want to do every month, at least two shows a month, uh, where I will be showcasing or having as guests various women in various professions talking about the challenges and the achievements uh, from their perspective. Uh, Now, we will be talking about finances as well, but I want to dedicate a series of this uh, like this. I think it would be very beneficial to not only to all of my Uh, women, uh, female listeners, but to every listeners, because we can all learn something from each other. So I just wanted to dedicate this time for this series, Women and Finances series, over the next six months. So uh, we had our first show uh, back on January the 15th, where I had Miss Dion Blanks. Uh, She was my uh, first guest, had a fantastic show, fantastic conversation with her. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that particular show. And make sure to spread the word about the series. Spread the word about the show, the Lionel Shipman uh, Shape Your Finances show. And for, um, let me say this too, I know that I've been off for the past two weeks. Um, 
I know many of you have probably been wondering what happened with the cancellation of my shows over the last two weeks. Uh, unfortunately, I'll share something real personal. Uh, my father passed, and my wife and I had to go back and forth uh, to Alabama. And um, many of you know that I grew up in a small town uh, there in Brundage, big, big B town in uh, Alabama. And uh, so it's been a very emotional time for me and my family. And on top of that, uh, work has been very busy as well. So, but I want to say thank you to all of you who knew about my dad's passing and sent forth your condolences. Uh, thank you so much for your support, for your prayers, uh, for me and my family. And I ask all of you to keep my family in your prayers going forward. Now, this year, 2019 should be another great year. So make sure you tune in all year long uh, to my show. Like I said, we got the women's and finance series, but we're going to have a definitely a great variety of different guests and different topics that uh, I will be talking about throughout the year. So tell your friends, tell your family members, your coworkers, tell strangers about the show. You know, I want this show to expand. I want it to grow. And I can't do that without uh, your help and support. Uh, the call-in number uh, tonight, if you had any questions or any comments, uh, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, the number is 917-889-8078. Now, if you have not connected with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, of course. Uh, if you're on LinkedIn, please uh, send me a LinkedIn invite. I would love to connect with you uh, from that uh, perspective as well. But visit my website. Uh, you know, periodically I, I do a lot of different things down my website, but I have created a gallery of all of the past guests that have been here on the show. So I have a page dedicated to the radio show, but visit my website at shipmanconsulting.com. And while you're there, you can see the details of my book uh, that I wrote back in 2017. Uh, it's a book. Uh, it's a relationship communication book called Sacred Vows, The Not a Knot. Uh, you can get it on uh, Amazon uh, as well as Barnes & Noble. But if you want an autographed copy of the book, just go to the, my website, click the Contact Us page, and submit your request, and I'll be more than happy to get, a, get an autographed copy out to you. Now, if your business, school, church, or organization is in need of a speaker on the topic of finance or money or business-related topics, please contact me. I would love to see how I can help you and your business in the area of finance and in the area of business and in life. So keep, uh, keep that in mind. Now let's move forward uh, with tonight's topic. You know, I, I was kind of reluctant to even talk about this, but it kind of hit me about a couple of weeks ago, so I wanted to address it uh, here on the show. Now the subject or the topic is, am I financially responsible for my children? That's a good question to ask uh, for all of us. Now, of course, if you have young children, the answer, yes, you are 
we are as parents, we are res- we are financially responsible for our children. So I want to make sure that I answer that question right offhand. But what about our grown children, our grown kids? So it just so happened I ran across a um, a great article as I was perusing the web uh, this weekend. Uh, it was off of the USA Today website, and the title was How to Wean Grown Kids Off Your Payroll So You Can Free Up More Retirement Cash. Well, I just want to talk about how to wean grown kids off your payroll. Now, this article talked about it said uh, just because your kids have moved out of the house doesn't mean that they're out of your financial life. Six out of 10, which is roughly 61% of parents with at least one child over the age of 18, said they provided them with financial help. And that's according to a Pew Research Center survey. Now, there's nothing wrong with offering help to uh, adult children. I want to make sure that I spell that out. Uh, Life happens. So I'm not saying that you should or you should not. I just wanted to address that that, uh, question uh, tonight and hopefully to be able to help uh, some of you out there because sometimes we have kids that have to come back home or they never left home. It happens. So I hope tonight that I do not get any hate mail after tonight's show because some things uh, that I may touch on may upset some of you, or you may even disagree with it, which that's fine. I don't mind disagreement, uh, reasonably disagreeing with me. But uh, some parents believe that they should support their children regardless of how old they are, whether or not they are responsible children or not. Some parents believe that they should because their children are their family. Yes, Our children definitely are part of our family. They will always be family. Now, you have heard the saying that uh, about family, you know, blood is thicker than water, and we should always take care of family. Well, let me present a scenario uh, to you, because I've run across this, and I'm quite sure some of you, maybe even many of you have run across this, in some form or fashion throughout life. Maybe not with your own family, uh, but maybe someone else's family that you know of. What about that irresponsible, unaccountable, lazy, can't keep a job, asking for money, knowing he or she is not going to pay you back, trifling, sitting around doing nothing and blaming the world for not working, grown child? I know that was a big question. I put a lot of adjectives in there to describe what's going on with some households in regards to grown children. Now, if you have a child that's irresponsible, meaning a grown-up who is unaccountable, who is lazy, can't keep and hold down the job, who keeps asking you for money, knowing that they are never going to pay you back, 
and I love my word trifling, uh, sitting around doing nothing, blaming everybody else, blaming the whole world. I'm talking about that grown child. Should we as parents continue to support him or her financially? Should you? When is enough enough? When should we cut them off? Now, like I said, I'm not talking about every grown-up child. Uh, I'm not talking about the ones that are trying to support themselves, Uh, those that are willing to work two jobs to make ends meet. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about uh, the grown children that are working full-time and going to school at night to better themselves so that they can stand on their own two feet. I'm not talking about the parents who have instilled responsibility within their grown children and for those that hold them accountable for their actions. That's not what I'm talking about. But thank God that we do have parents out there uh, that uh, will hold their grown children financially responsible and accountable, especially regarding their mismanagement and misuse of money. You know, I kind of think about when I graduated college. Uh, I moved away um, and about a year and a half, and unfortunately, I had to move back home to my parents. And I went back to the good old Piggly Wiggly because I couldn't find any other job uh, at that time. And, you know, my parents were great to allow me to come back, knowing that I didn't have a job. But I know that they were not just going to let me stay there without getting a job and showing some effort of supporting myself. Because remember, we as parents, we are raising our children to become productive adults. That's the whole purpose. We're raising them to become grown up, to become their own, to make their own money, to, to spend, hopefully invest and save and give with their own money, not just our money. I know for me, I've taught my kids from an early age. You know, I have a 16 and 17-year-old, two girls. I love them dearly. But I've been teaching them about money uh, since, you know, uh, from an early age. And as they got older, I began to teach them more and more. So now uh, we have been holding them responsible and holding them accountable for the money that they have. And prayerfully, when they become adults, they will be able to financially support themselves. Now, of course, life happens. If something happened and they had to come back home, uh, Lord forbid, <laughs> uh, if something happened and they had to come back home, we would help them or we would financially help them if they were away, but to a certain limit. Because remember, uh, we all have to crawl before we walk. And I want to make sure that they are following those principles uh, that we taught them early on. And hopefully they would be applying them when they become grown. And sometimes that's the biggest problem. Uh, a lot of kids were not taught how to manage money early on. So when they, be, when they got to the adult age, they either did the same or got worse. So uh, we're going to give you some tips about how to um, overcome that and hopefully remove any guilt feeling 
I mean, you no doubt as a parent, you probably still somewhat, you still feel somewhat guilty, you know, or bad that you are no longer financially supporting your children. But remember, it's for their own good. They need to have their own life uh, in every respect and in every regard. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to return back and give you some uh, some helpful tips going forward. So stay tuned. Listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances Show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move is called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mind. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, Exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Betty can't say that in reverse. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Now, if you just joined us, uh, we are talking uh, from the topic, am I financially responsible for my children? And um, I want to get now give you some helpful tips uh, for those that are in a situation where you're supporting uh, your grown children in some form or fashion. Uh, so uh, here's a helpful tip number one. Uh, parents with well, let me start early. Parents with young kids. We won't go to the adult kids. Let me start with parents with young kids. I would encourage you to start teaching your children about money management skills as soon as possible. Six years old, five years old, you can start teaching them about the concept of money. Uh, if you don't know, learn so you can teach your children. Don't fully have that responsibility placed on the teachers or someone else. Make sure that you are involved in that process because that is a very important life skill to have. To have good money management skills, that's something you need for the rest of your life. So, so for parents that have young kids, start teaching them now about money management. Start with the basics. Teach them very, you know, start talking about budgeting. 
show them how you allocate money to buy groceries and pay your monthly expenses and how when you get your paycheck, how you have to allocate money so everybody can have a roof over their head so everyone has clothes on their backs and food on the table. So start early. Early, the early, the better. Um, now, here's a, a, a tip for parents that have grown children, now, meaning you have children that are, uh, that are living with you right now, you know, for some form of whatever that, that caused them to be able to have to come back home or uh, they never left, uh, especially if they're able, make a plan. I mean, write down a plan with a timeline of when your child or when your children need to leave the home and start their own lives. Make a plan. Sit down with your grown-up child and say, okay, over the next six months, here's a plan. This is what I expect. This is how much money you can, you know, if you got a job, if you don't have a job, they need to get a job and start putting money aside and, and, and create a plan. Uh, so it would give them something to look forward to as well as giving you something to look forward to so that your child or your children can be grown financially. There's nothing wrong with making a plan to help them get out of the house so they can become self-supporting themselves. And you can do this by teaching them the basic concepts of finance, uh, such as, uh, credit card debt, you know, talk to them about basic budgeting, you know, how you have an income, you subtract out your expenses, and if you have money left over, that can be considered a profit. If you don't have money left over, that's considered to be a loss. Now, we don't want to be in the loss category. We always want to have a profit standpoint. But you begin to try to teach them just some of the basics of budgeting so they can understand how money works. Um, I would even suggest uh, having your grown kids to take some financial classes or attend some financial workshops. Uh, begin or encourage them to read money management books. And don't just let them go to class or go to a workshop or read a book. Make sure they come back and you, both of you as a parent to your child, begin to discuss what you have learned or what they have learned and what they are learning. And that way it will give them the best opportunity before sending them off on their own. See, I told you I wasn't going to be that hard, uh, uh, even though the, top, the, the topic is am I financially responsible for my children. See, I'm not, I'm not that hard. I, I, I just don't want us as parents to become an enabler to our children. We raise our children so that they can become productive on their own. I know we're going to miss them. As a matter of fact, my wife and I, we're going to be going through that in the next couple of years with our kids going off to college. Uh, uh, we are already planning a big cruise vacation uh, and a big celebration dance, but yet and still, we are going to miss our children. At the same time, I raise them so they can go off on their own and eventually become a productive adult financially and in, in, in every area. 
So those are just some, some things to, that you can do to help your children that are living at home. Now, if you have, uh, with those grown children, uh, number two, uh, once they start working, I would suggest having them to start paying rent. They got to have some skin in the game because that's real life. You will not be living out in this world rent-free or mortgage-free. Nine times out of ten, that's not going to happen. So start having your grown children to start paying you rent if they're working. Uh, If they're not working, they should be getting some type of job. Sometimes they need, they need to be doing something out there to start making money, and then they can start paying rent, start paying all other bills that are part of the household. Uh, give them the opportunity to be responsible. Uh, even set it up. I even recommend this. When they start paying rent and start paying on some of the bills after they start making some of their own money as they're living there in your house, have them to pay at the first of the month, meaning with a deadline, because that's life. All of us know that, you know, uh, utilities payments is typically at the beginning of the month. Uh, cable bill is due in the mid, mid part of the month or whenever, it's, it's, it, 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 whenever that deadline is or whenever that billing cycle ends. So we all have a, a date that we must pay our monthly expenses. Set it up the same way with your grown children because that's life. When they get out on their own, they're going to have to pay their bills on time or when they are due. And if they fail to pay, they're going to be charged with interest and penalties. I would suggest doing the same thing with your children. If they don't pay it by the first of the month, after you come to that agreement that this is what they're going to pay, charge them an extra $2 or an extra couple of dollars more. Because that's real life. You will not just not pay your your mortgage payment for a month or two. They're going to charge you some penalty, some type of interest uh, fee or some type of uh, late payment fee. That's life. We have to teach them exactly the way life is. And uh, thirdly, I would say, talk to them about being on their own. You know, I tell my children that we, as I said earlier, I tell them often that we are raising them to become productive adults. Now, that doesn't mean that life is not going to happen from time to time. That doesn't mean that we're not going to help them out from time to time. But we refuse, my wife and I, we refuse to enable them. I don't want to shelter them from experiencing life on their own. Uh, I had to crawl before I walked. Financially, there were I started out in an apartment. Thank God, years ago we were able to buy our first home, and then we built a home. So we had to start small. I could not go out and go buy the nice luxury car when I first got out of the gate on my own. I had to buy my first little car. I had a little Nissan Sentra. I'm very, I was very fond of that Sentra. So sometimes. Uh, we, we, we can't get what we want starting out the gate. So teach, talk to your children, your grown adult children about being out on their own, what to expect. You know, they should have seen your life and hopefully have 
somewhat model the way you're doing things, but have that conversation, have that discussion with them. So when they do get out on their own, they have a better chance of making it financially. Well, that's a wrap for tonight. I hope that I provided some insight on the question, am I financially responsible for my children? Uh, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and hopefully you can apply this information going forward, and it definitely let your grown children hear this uh, show. So you can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you have missed any of the past episodes of my show, you can catch them on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. But you can also visit my website at Shipman Consultant, and you can check out the shows there as well. And as I said at the beginning of the hour, you can also check – I want you to check out the gallery of all of the past guests that I've had here on the show. So you can just go and click uh, their picture, and you can go right in and listen to those shows but I also have all of my, what I call my solo shows, which is like the show that I'm doing tonight where I get a, a topic and I talk about it. And hopefully it's information that uh, you can take with you uh, as you continue your financial journey. Now, if you haven't touched base with me, I would encourage you to follow me on social media. You can, I'm located on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, 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 remember the women and finances series that I'm going to be doing or that I've already started doing. I'm going to be doing that for the next six months. So please check back on my website, uh, connect with me on social media. Remember at least two shows a month will be dedicated to that series where I'm going to have uh, uh, various professionals talking about their challenges and their achievements from the perspective of women. So you don't want to miss those shows. So in closing, remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Well, uh, I guess we'll go out with a little song. There's a song. Let's see. What are we going to play tonight? There's a song called Sunset Boulevard by Mr. Boney James. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everyone.